0: Hi, Briar. Hi, Sarah. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. I'm so glad we're here together. It's been like forever. It know, feels it's been, like.
0: It's been like two weeks. I know. Which is rude. But it I feels hate like
1: it. fucking forever. I that's, know. like unacceptable. I know. Well, we've talked about doing a podcast together. For a and, while? Yes. But we just never really do it. And, you know, there's only one way to find out if you're a podcaster or not, and it's to. Try, try it. it. So here we, we are. are. I don't
0: know we're nonsensical, but I think a lot of people who are like us will appreciate our podcast.
1: Absolutely. Um. So we're calling it No BS with Brian and Sarah. Exactly. No BS. That's basically what it's like going to be about. We've we're very similar people. Um, and we just we don't BS. No, we do not BS. No time for bullshit. Absolutely. Speak the truth or get out. Exactly. So, kind of here to just talk about a lot of experiences and things and trials and tribulations, downfalls, and you know, yep. successes creeping on a come up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, let's talk about the- how we met, how our like friendship formed. Okay. Oh, my favorite. <laughs>
0: It's the uh, fucking funniest story. Oh, my goodness. And Lloyd defines <laughs> our friendship in a nutshell. I cannot.
1: Okay. Well, let me hit my vape. Like, I, <laughs> I was like, I don't
0: want to hit my vape too. And we can edit these two. I kind of like the raw realness. Like, is that no BS? We are who we are. Like it or leave it. Bye. Exactly. Period. Bye. Period.
1: Um. <laughs> um we both get distracted easily Mm -hmm. so basically briar and i met what like 2021 or something like that 2021 yeah uh, like well we
0: we knew each other because of work but we never worked together yeah but it was at the christmas party right
1: no it wasn't the christmas party but it was in Mm -hmm. december december yeah um so we had worked at the same bar for which we still do and we worked at the same bar for like a year or something give or take yeah yeah and we never worked together, just, like, didn't really talk. It was, whatever, two totally different schedules. Yeah. And then <laughs> I had just gotten married. It was, like, December. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because ah. when I got married, I went to Galveston, Texas. Uh-huh. And, like, basically, most of the staff did. And Briar was just, like, there holding. Hold the down, holding baby. the fort down, baby. Holding the fort down, baby. And. I guess just one night, um, we were uh, currently we're both sober from alcohol. We don't drink alcohol. No. Yes, but back then we were not. Not. We definitely drank. We were definitely pretty hefty fucking drinkers. <laughs>
0: whoops. So- like
1: whoops. There's a reason we're sober now from alcohol. I mean, it's what like you, know? when you work
0: in the bar industry for so many years, it kind of
1: becomes a part of your life. Unfortunately. Exactly, and it's like. If I could drink casually, then I, I'd do it. But I don't like I don't drink casually. So I just that can't drink are at just all. medications. It doesn't mix well. At yeah, all, exactly. Right. But you still make poor decisions, obviously, and do it anyways, you know? Yeah, it is what it is. But you know what? If I hadn't been an, like an alcoholic, um, I wouldn't have sat there and had that conversation with you that night. and no, we wouldn't have become friends. Like best friends. Like, yeah. We have like matching tattoos now, Matching like tattoos. We like we're forever bond sisters. So it's that same December 2021, just gotten married and like I'm at the bar. I'm pretty strong, but still a little bit of drive. Just kidding. Do not drink and drive. That's a quote from a bad teacher, but <laughs> um, <laughs> just like I'm I'm pretty 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 fucking tipsy, but I'm not blackout yet because I do remember right. all this. Yes, at first. <clears throat> yes.
0: It wasn't until later that's when it kind of became a blur. But in the beginning,
1: it was very like, you know. Yeah. So my husband and the guy that like Briar would, was talking to, they were always like friends, and also drinkers. Still are both of them. Yay anyway <laughs> to <laughs> each their own to <laughs> each their, <own>. <laughs> their own i guess sorry, we i'll all... take that part out. <laughs>
0: um, but, but they like went off and like sat and talked about themselves and i mean you were like just kind of like sitting next to each other and i don't really know how like, we started kind of talking it was just kind of like hey like, you want a shot like yeah so <laughs> we're going shot for shot and then the next thing we know, we're just talking about how we both have borderline personality disorder and like all these things and just like a lot of our like mental health. And I mean, we were drunk. So at the time, we're like, oh my God, I have it too. Like it was some exciting thing that we were like, oh my God, we have the same thing together. Yeah. The same <laughs> mental illness. Trauma bond. Totally. Totally.
1: <laughs> and this was like, it was so exciting for me because like now I see like how much more open people are about having borderline. Yeah. Um... But for the longest time, because I've had it for as long as I can remember, like I was diagnosed at a very early age. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you hear someone also say that or understand it, it's, it's it like, was like kind of exciting. It's because... exciting and kind of
0: comforting that like it's like okay, cool. Like I'm I have somebody that I can talk to you about it. Like I'm not alone,
1: and you yeah. know, because oftentimes like so many people that like you meet in real life or me i know definitely for me uh think like borderline personality disorder means that you have like a split personality like literally like crazy
0: i mean you're a little crazy but not how they portray it in a lot of like like movies about mental illness
1: how they like over-exaggerate certain things and aspects of it it's just like a very hyperbolic temperament like it is both good (laughs) and bad all within the same day. Yes. It's like the end of the world or just like the best thing ever. Yeah. Feeling like a rock star or <laughs> slum on the streets. <laughs> exactly. And so we get like super excited that we both have BPD. Like so excited. So excited. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh we continue dude. to want so a shot. Like, oh my God. Well, then do you want another shot? Yeah, absolutely. Let's another shot. Oh my God. Oh my cheers, God. Cheers. You yeah. have mental illness. Yes. And I just start telling Briar like my life fucking story about like all of these things that I've done. But like, okay, I tend to do that when I get drunk. Well, I do that anyway. But whenever I get drunk, I do it and I become like emotional. But it was like not emotional. We're like... Oh my God. Yes. Veg, oh, oh my, my God. God. Same. Same. Like, oh my God. You too. Oh my God. Me too. Like, oh my what? God. Me too. Let's take another shot. Oh my God. We become just best friends. Like what? Exactly. <laughs> After like not knowing anything, anything about, about each, each other. other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, and then I hit blackout point. Um, yeah, which I don't remember. My husband told me that, like, I'd been in the bathroom forever by myself, and that he told Briar to go check on me. <laughs> and that then we were both just in there for a long time, and then he could just hear us, like, laughing like maniacs in the and, girls' room. they in the girls' room, bitch. Um, yeah. So after that, we just hit it off and then just really clicked and became really good for like best friends yeah like, it was just and I remember actually uh, that day we were talking about our BPD and about how alcohol makes it so much worse whenever oh yeah we drink it, it intensifies, because like, it intensifies everything and you are already such an intense person yeah so I I was telling her you like you know I want to get sober I'd been wanting to like I knew like I had a severe drinking problem for like years um, and I knew that I had it was coming, but I didn't know exactly when to do it. And she told me, like, that she was gonna do dry January. Yeah, and I then it every year. Yeah. Kind of keep myself in check. Totally. And so then immediately, because I'm so fucking intensely just this is, I've just met my soulmate. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh my God, yes, I'll do it too. So I started it that month. Um, I think my last day drinking was December twenty seventh because it was two days after Christmas because I had to get wasted on Christmas because it's Christmas. I think mine
0: was probably New Year's or New yeah. Year's Eve. It was my last drink.
1: Yeah, and then <laughs> and that way officially January first would be like okay, yeah, let's do this exactly. Yeah, and it was like Christmas. I had to get wasted because it was Christmas. So then the day after, I felt like shit, so I had to get re wasted. Um, the dog. but I Exactly so, so bad So bad And I never just end up Doing like the one To take away the hangover Oh no you keep I going. just keep going And then I'm re-wasted By like 1pm
0: Yeah <laughs> Because I'm the hair of the dog It's like okay I feel good Well yeah let's keep drinking Yeah it's By that point it's fun Toxic cycle
1: Exactly <laughs> And I just knew that Like if I celebrated New Year's Eve I'm notorious for this Like because I I don't like champagne At all and well, I like fake champagne. I drink that now. Oh, the, um, alcohol removed, yes. But so good. I'm notorious for getting shit housed on New Year's Eve.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> oops. oops. <laughs> um, off of champagne and suffering the worst hangover of any alcohol ever. Oh
0: my god, I saw that sugar. Yes. That
1: is and I am I'm not anymore, but I was a huge rumplement, huge vodka drinker. Like hardcore shit, you know, just like. I drank, like – Balls to the wall. Balls to the wall. Um, I was once told when I went to the doctor for a fucking cold, they were just like, hey, like, how much do you drink? Like, (laughs) they said they could smell alcohol coming out of my pores, like – and they told me that I drank enough to give a grown man alcohol poisoning or – kill him and i am a four foot eight now 30 year old woman but at the time i was like in my 20s (laughs) you're a monster that's why i love you though yes and (laughs) so i knew i couldn't ring in the new year doing that because then i'd wake up that next day and just be like all right i'm gonna have to redo it and then i'm like oh whatever the toxic cycle toxic second cycle so we'd both like quit drinking um, pretty early. And actually you got sober in December too. I know like you did like the New Year's Eve toast and you just had like a little oh, yeah, bit of that's, champagne. That's right. That's right. But oh, you God, were sober. sober. Yeah. I know I'm not. Oh, that's God, not what I was white, saying. You
0: got a better memory than I do. No,
1: I just remember us being so excited. Like our sobriety dates were yeah. so close together. Yeah. Um, and I just chose to like not do the New Year's shot. I probably could have, but then I like just that little bit of warmth would have made me be like, okay well i'll just do a shot now it's fine yeah. um so yeah and we were sober for quite some months together
0: yes and then unfortunately i i broke the sobriety probably about i think four months in five months in and zara kicked ass and like did 10 months which was yeah so proud Thank you. Dude, hell yeah. We, like, way better than me. Not that it's competition. It's, it's never a competition. Not. But like, it was just like inspiring. I was like, damn, like, she can do it? Then hell, then I should have done it too.
1: Yes. And I will relay that message to most people that if I can do it, I promise you can do it too. Absolutely. Because I was like a monster the way that I drank every, every day. No matter the time of day, yeah, I could never stop. It never like as much. I always wished I was like the type of person that like I could either stop, or if I wasn't gonna stop, I'd at least like. Pass out because I definitely had friends like that too. That would just like get shit house and like pass out like at the yeah. bar top. It's like, no, and I, I can't. And so then I just like have to keep going. It's like a second. You get like a second wind
0: from it. It almost like brings you like this like energizer bunny like motion to it. Yes. You just like keep going, keep going. It's just like, how am I still functioning? Totally. Well, I mean, functioning
1: to an extent. Oh, to an extent, yeah. <laughs> it's like, extent. goddamn, girl, like just close your eyes, like yeah, please go not to sleep. A bit. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, downers bring me up, so I'm like, okay, well I'm wasted now. What else can I do? Um, well that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> to what I'm. Embarrass bold. myself. <laughs> tell everyone exactly what I'm thinking in that moment. Um, <laughs> That's
0: why I love you.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we were sober together for quite quite a long time, and then you know, prior picked back up on drinking, but she wasn't like getting crazy she wasn't going balls to the wall it was something i admired and i wish that i could do but i can't and after 10 months um i broke sobriety it was after my 30th birthday surprisingly on my 30th birthday i was drinking uh seed lip it's like a non-alcoholic uh spirit and oh is so that the tequila? That one wasn't the tequila. This one was more like a gin. It oh, paired well right. with a okay. grapefruit juice. Okay, that's right. That's right. That's yes. Right. Yeah. We really do like the tequila though. Te- Alcohol free tequilas to specify. Alcohol free. Alcohol free. Yes. Alcohol-free. Alcohol-free. yes. So. Um. Yeah. And so we just. I eventually broke my sobriety for a lot of things that will get saved for another episode. But <laughs> let's just say, like, it was, it was a, it was a. It was a spiral for sure, but it started with other things and it came from a place of lack of self-control. And I was doing other things that were really not within my norm. Um, And the final stage was like, (laughs) you know what? I can do whatever the fuck I want and now I'm going to drink some alcohol. And then I felt like shit about it. And I, like, yeah. it was horrible. And then I tried to stop. And it's, like, I kept trying. But then something would happen. And, it like, just that, that it's one. minor trigger. Exactly. The most minor trigger made it so easy to drink that it was, like. It's, like, a justification. It's, like, well, this is how I feel. And, you know, if I do this, like,
0: it will make me feel better. And, and I mean, that's just what happens, you know. Exactly. It makes it so hard, but.
1: So hard. And it's like, okay, I'd only drink like one day or two days, but they were so intense because at this point I have zero tolerance and I never really had a great tolerance. I did. in the fact that I like wouldn't pass out or get alcohol poisoning, but I didn't, um, like uh, it was just, like, I could have like a couple shots and then I'm like blackout and so I'd stop, and then I'd restart. And at this point, it started making it easier for me to make excuses. I remember going to a show in December and having to wait outside. And I'd been sober for a couple weeks at this point. And, um, but it was cold outside. And they were like, well, you can go into the bar next door until we, like, unlock the venue. And I'm like, well, it's fucking cold, so I'm going to take a shot. Yeah. A you know? It's like torment. Yeah. <coughs> the just... dumbest things. And then I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. I feel – Whereas I, I have cramps. I feel weird today. Like, it's fine. I'll just do, like, one shot. And it's or I'm a bad mood one. or someone pissed me
0: off. Or, like, I just want to party. Like, I just want to feel that, like, almost euphoric feeling of being out of control. Yeah. But you lie to yourself thinking that you're in control because you are making that choice. But it's very taboo in that idea.
1: Exactly. It's like, okay, I feel like... I'm gonna do this because I can control whatever I want, but I lose complete control, which exactly. is horrific. I am not a good drunk. I'm not a nice drunk. I'm very emotional. I'm very mean. Yeah. Um. I get
0: mean. If I get too drunk, I get mean. My parents have told me that I'm like a belligerent, mean drunk, and that's just as you and I knowing like who we are and knowing it just that's not who we are, and it's just not a good quality. It just doesn't bring out good qualities in us, like. Even though we think that we're being fun and whatever, it's actually we just embarrass ourselves and then the next morning everything comes to light and it's just like that instant remorse, that anxiety of exactly. what happened the night before and you're like, oh my God, like just kill me now.
1: Literally, it's exactly. And then especially, I mean, probably for all drunks, but for me, definitely like being in the bar industry makes it to where it's so normalized that like you can tell someone like oh my god I did something really horrible last night and then they're like oh well I did this and so then you feel better because they've also done something exactly and like I think that's just an overall good feeling or like all around like I love a good Like, what's your sloppy story? (laughs) drunk story. Still (laughs) to this day. I still love it.
0: Yes, I do too. Because sometimes I like look back and I'm like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. But like, it's also,
1: I just have to laugh on it because it is just so absurd. Exactly. (laughs) But it's great to look back and laugh on it now that we're sober than it would be back then to be like, oh, okay. Like, well, I went crazy and like, um, you know, Jesus Christ. I don't even, I can't think of an example right now. But then someone else be like, "Oh yeah, well I went crazy and did this and that," and so then we're like, "Oh my god, cheers!" And then we would like take a shot. Yeah. So it's like, it was, oh my
0: god, we're both idiots. Let's cheers together, big dumb drunk asses. Yeah. Let's get drunk again.
1: Yeah. Well, can we made the story exciting, like too. I, you did that. Like I did this. So perfect. Like we're both <laughs> drunk. Let's take a shot. Um,
0: Let's celebrate idiocracy. <laughs> totally.
1: And I will say, like getting back on my path to sobriety has been a lot rougher than it was, um, the first time I did it because the first time it was just cold Turkey and, um, I didn't struggle. I don't think I ever really had pure alcohol dependence. Um, some might beg to differ. That's okay. I don't care. I know what I know about myself. And I think that I was like, I enjoyed the ritual of alcohol so much, um, Because I wasn't really, like, an at-home drinker unless I was having a complete fucking meltdown. And then that's when I'd be, like – Social
0: aspect, like you said. Exactly. It's not the drinking that you miss. It's the socialness of it. And just, like, having that, like, something in your hand. Totally. And – When you said that, like, it just – it was like a light bulb, like, went on in my head. I was like, wow, like, that's exactly what it is. It's just – Everything in our society is based around drinking. You go camping, you drink, you fish, you drink. You go to the park, you get a tall boy. Like, like, let's go out to dinner. Okay, cool. Like, let's get a bottle of wine at dinner. Like, everything in our society is just based around drinking. It's just a very, like, socially acceptable, like, toxicity that we've allowed
1: and it's so bad. <laughs> so bad. And I will say for like one thing that like happened to me, like we can go all the way into my backstory on another episode. Well, we got but a
0: lot of backstories to Go, We got a lot of episodes.
1: A lot. But I will say that one of the things that really lent to my drinking, I've never been a good drinker and I've drank since I was a teenager. um much. Yeah. But when my spiral began, like my big time spiral, that was about four and a half, five years. Um That's whenever I had moved back to my hometown and got in the bar industry. And a lot of it was like, I'd like have a crush on a guy and not know how to act. So then I would just drink and drink and drink and be crazy. But then. It's like to get your
0: nerves away. It's like that liquid encouragement, but it turns into liquid embarrassment. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So then at this point in my life, I basically have no excuses other than the ones that I'm like making up for myself. Like, oh, well, I'm upset because this happened or now I'm angry, whatever. It's just, it's dumb. At that point, I was no longer a casual drinker or trying to reintroduce it into my life. I was just making excuses to redo it. And I have been the bigger struggler (laughs) out of us two, but I'm currently someday sober. I'm going to check my app. I have a I have the little app to check my days. It's so amazing. It is called I Am Sober, and it helped me the first time, and it helps me the second, or and third, and fourth, and twentieth. Um, <laughs> right now, Sobriety I am, is a journey. It is a journey. It's, it's a marathon, not a not a race. Exactly. And for all those times that like I've fallen back, as much as I hated it, um, you know, it just like shows. How much, like, I'm, like, queen of fucking FOMO. I was, like. Oh, my God, yes. I cannot Same. miss out on anything. Like, so if I'm not drinking, like, you know, what the fuck? Um, but at this point, I'm married. So I don't need to be drinking because I'm nervous to, like, have a crush. Or I don't need to be drinking because what I Whatever, just didn't need yeah. to. 24 days sober. So Whoa, I.
0: Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm so
1: proud of you. I know. This thing. Thank you. This thing also tracks how much money you've. Saved. Oh my god, dude! I've saved just so much money in like the almost five months that I've been
0: sober. Cause I got back, so I got sober again this January. Cause I did kind of near the end start spiraling and like was getting pretty drunk pretty often, and I didn't really realize it until I quit drinking. I was like, oh my god, yeah, I got bad again. Yeah, but you like to yourself. You're like, oh my god, I wasn't. I'm like not as bad as last time. Yeah, but it's it still- just like
1: one day or two days or yeah, but times. it's still
0: bad enough that like it really does affect your body and your mental state and like your life in general and yeah exactly so, and they're definitely like now that it's getting warmer i'm like damn i just want to sit on a patio and have like a tequila and soda water like you know what i mean like i just yeah I, I want to drink but i will say now some people like they cannot do mocktails and that's fine i have some friends that are sober and they can't do that because that for them will trigger them to drink real alcohol but for right. me it has really helped me to find, you know, the alcohol-free um, tequilas and um, other spirits and then the alcohol-free beer. And now I found the alcohol-free Moscow Mules. And again, it's just, it's just like the social aspect and they're trying not to do it too much. but more so like, yeah, if I'm going to go to barbecue or ever go to the pool or whatever, it's like I have the option to like still feel included and not the weirdo and not just drink water. Yeah, Because, like, some people are like, well, I don't like how, like, alcohol tastes. Like, whatever. I just like how it makes me feel. But I love the taste.
1: And I loved how it made me feel. Yeah. Same. And, like, the mocktails and stuff was really great for me. Because, yeah. It was. It's really helped us. It It's like, helped honestly. us so much. And. I completely understand people not being able to have that and other triggers. Keep in mind, neither of us are professionals. <laughs> okay, We These are sure are, shit is,
0: not perfect. I can promise you that. Sure as By shit. By no, no means. <laughs> and this is
1: strictly our story. Yeah, um, everybody's yeah, different. You
0: know, and like I, I
1: was sober for ten months working in a bar, and like never, like was I like looking at it like, oh my god, no. I just like I shed, like I want to, like it. I can be around alcohol, and I know that other people. Always can't and mocktails aren't for everyone, but I fucking love them. I oh just yeah, love a good taste. And... and sometimes
0: it also depends on like how a lot, like how far along you are in your sobriety. Like totally. you know, like for the first few months, yeah, don't don't do mocktails because it may trigger you. You know, like for a while, like we we didn't do that. We yeah, we like were are doing like sodas and like oh my god, that one drink that with the mango, yes, that was so good. Yeah, oh my god, it had no alcohol in it. But it was delicious. We need to write our, that recipe and give it to them.
1: We do. It was this amazing drink. Yes. With that chamoy. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So there's a, a bartender that I still follow because um, I am still a bartender. I'm constant. Like, I'll straw test a drink here and there because that's not yeah. going to, like, trigger me to drink. Or I have right. to, like, the reps come in and I'll take, like, a yeah. tiny taste of I it. I do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. To make sure. And her name is Bartender Mom. Out of San Antonio, right? Based, yes, yes, out of San Antonio. She she's makes so her own chamois. Ass. Oh my God, they're so They good. are so fucking delicious. So oh me God. and Briar would get these, like, we just get... All these flavors. Yeah. We had, like, <laughs> mango, watermelon, pickle. Oh my God, the pickle was so good. Yes. And then yes. I think just, like, the original. Yeah. And, like, rim a glass and then just shake up some... It was like making a puree. We, we had pickle yeah. juice in it, which was, it uh, sounds weird. It sounds weird, you but it's so it. good. Yeah. What else you like it? that like Mexican, like sweet and spicy taste. Yeah. So what was we it? Do, it? Like, topo? Uh, yeah. So it was like uh, the puree. You do like a dash of whatever flavor puree. Yeah. Um, And then pickle juice, <laughs> lemon juice, lime juice. Um, I think it was topo, right? It was it topo or something else. Yeah. I would just use soda water because I didn't yeah. feel like paying for topo. But so, yeah. And then just if you're like, on a budget, do that. Yeah, do splurge and treat yourself. Get a topo. Get that topo. But also, I did have bariatric surgery in 2019, so I'm not supposed to drink anything carbonated. Oh, yeah, and bitch, that. I did not follow those rules <laughs> at all. Um, but your still so skinny and pretty. Oh my god, thank you. Of <laughs> course. Um, but yeah, it was really good, and it's just like kind of like top it off with the topo. So we started off with that, <laughs> and then like. I mean, I feel like
0: really in the last like few months, like all these bars and even like beer and liquor companies are really catering to people who don't want to drink. There's a, there's a huge market for people who don't want to drink like alcohol but still enjoy like the aesthetic of drinking and the socializing of it. Totally. The inclusion, and, like, yeah. yeah, and it's like, I really appreciate these bars that are making these drinks for people. It's like, it really does help, you know? Yeah. I mean, it makes a difference and you know, we do our girl nights and we go out and we get dinner and we go get mocktails and then we hang out and we go to bed. And the next morning we don't feel like shit. Like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's made a real difference, I think, in the sobriety journey, but it was a few months in before we really started diving into that kind of stuff. Absolutely.
1: So, and I think that's was, important. Yeah. We just try to have like fun drinks that didn't have like any. The non-alcoholic spirit. yeah, but they're still fun, and I recommend that to like anyone because, oh yeah, delicious. Like that's like you want to drink something, and then your body's gonna crave sugar because of oh my God. So the alcohol turning yes. into sugar. Um, so like yeah, like last night, uh, we went, me and my husband and a few other friends went to the brewery here in Lubbock, and they have which one? Um, it's Lbk Brewery. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. So Lbk Brewery is it was voted the best brewery in the nation shut up and yeah i think in 21 i didn't know that yeah oh, maybe yeah. 2020 good for loving yeah <laughs> I, I know love the map. <laughs> and like their staff is incredible they come to our bar a lot and me and my husband go to their bar or it's a restaurant like so one side's like a fancy restaurant and the other side's like more chill like the brewery part um but they make really ma- amazing mocktails and i really want to I really need to just get around and make like a mocktail list for our bar too. Um, you can to make it just one, like a no BS mocktail recipe book. Yeah. What oh, by want? the way, the BS is not just about no bullshit. It's a it's What's a, it? a, a planner names, Yeah. And Sarah. and Sarah. <laughs> no
0: BS. If y'all didn't catch on to that yeah. like, earlier in this
1: episode. <laughs> exactly. And so I had one called like a honey-blooming... Uh, call-ins or something oh my god that it was good. delicious it was girl we need to go together what if you have to pay to do longer episodes oh yeah you can only record for up to 30 minutes in your web browser if you'd like to record for longer you can use any app oh my bad this is our first time okay but we got cut off
0: <laughs> <laughs> not from alcohol Rude. on the website we have been
1: cut off before. But but many times story. many times babe <laughs> um but yeah so it's called a the honey blossom collins and it was like a honey collins and it was so delicious and then there was another one that I tried that was it was uh, like a paloma which is like my forte I love my tequila yes I mean I used it was to but, so know. good it was like sweet and spicy delicious I had my two mocktails I was good to go ready to go home just chill I felt unwinded I felt normal and I woke up today with like no regrets of any of it and it's like for years for and for so long I would just wake up with so many regrets but I just do it all over again
0: yeah because it's like yeah that happened but the alcohol yet again it's a depressant so it makes you like feel good and like and that moment, it's like, oh my God, I'm a badass. I'm on top of the world. Like I'm the funniest person ever. Like I'm so friendly. And it's just like one big lie. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. And until you hit your sobriety, and kind of have the fog like removed from your, like, your eyes, that's when you can really see like the reality of it. And then also, again, not to judge, and we don't judge people, but you know, we work in a bar, and now that we're sober, and like just seeing other people get drunk you you kind of see what alcohol and like drunkness like what it really is and how it really looks especially like to other people that they may not be as drunk or sober or whatever it's just kind of it sheds a different light on the whole alcohol and drinking like aspect of it for sure
1: yeah absolutely I agree with that um and in the beginning, I would say like the biggest struggle for me wasn't just like not having the alcohol; it was just that like the emotions. So I've, I'm an emotional person as it is, but actually feeling them and coping with them that was like the most bizarre thing because I'm I've always been used to getting drunk over my emotions. They try so, to get under the rug. Totally, and there's just a lot uh, that comes with feeling your feelings. Yeah. Uh, allowing yourself to actually feel your feelings. Get you to and fight those demons head you do. With No help. <laughs> you, no help. Um, maybe a little. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> but choices. not with alcohol. But not with alcohol. Okay.
0: <laughs> you know, like medical You know, prescriptions. Exactly. Oh yeah. What about Lexapro? Queens love it. Not for everybody, but not for everybody. Works for us.
1: But it works for us. Exactly. And you got to do what you got to do. The brain is a, it's a complicated thing. And And we started counseling. We did counseling. Started, you know, that's really made a significant difference in my journey too. Totally. And it's great because I now do it willingly. Like when I was a teenager and I had to do it because like, Oh you my know, god! I was I so stubborn. To. I was like, I don't need this. I'm, fine. I'm fine I'm, yeah, fine. Now I'm like, fine. oh my god! I cannot wait to my next session. Exactly. Like back then, I was always lying to therapists and oh god, counselors. Yeah. Everything. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm fine. I'm you happy. And because I'm dumb
0: and young you know, that we're all farts. It's like, you no, know, like this is important. Like this is help. It's helping me grow. And like be a better human
1: being for sure. Exactly. Because we can't take back any of the things that we've done. We um changed the path that we lay moving forward, for sure. Exactly. That's the only thing. Being sorry, being all of that. That's never enough. It's just changed actions. But Exactly. Like yeah. That. So, I guess we're going to wrap this up. We're still really new to this. As in, this is the first time we've ever even played around with it.
0: <laughs> and it's, like, honestly so good. Like, not toot around horns, but toot.
1: Toot toot. Yeah. So... We're just going to wrap this up for now and we'll piggyback on some of these topics and move on
0: to other topics next episode. So I hope you have enjoyed this fun, chaotic (laughs) episode with us because
1: we've enjoyed doing it together. Exactly. (laughs) It's been so much fun. It's just, we're just having a conversation and it's a genuine, no BS. No BS. At all. That's why I say like and um and space out so much. Yeah, same. I'm like, yeah,
0: uh-huh. sure. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll get better with time. So y'all just bear with us. Like, get on this journey with us too. The, you know, podcast journey. The bettering yourself. Yeah. Sobriety, self-love, which we'll talk about here probably in the next few episodes. There's a lot of topics we're going to cover. All very important. And the whole time it'll be fun. And so like you'll be chilling with us. So absolutely.
1: So if you had fun with us tonight, circle back. Circle back. We'll be here, and we'll be sober. Still hitting our babes though. That's a, uh, not forever. No, but
0: we'll get to that. We'll unpack.
1: One, we'll unpack one,
0: that. One, one thing at a time. One you know, session
1: Baby sex. Like I said, <laughs> it's a marathon, not a race baby girl. Exactly. <laughs> so until next time, we don't have a a going away phrase, but I, close that. I guess just until next time, don't, uh, don't bullshit yourself and, um, yeah, don't don't, don't,
0: don't fall into the BS. Be real yes. and honest. Be real.
1: And we love y'all. We love y'all and, and we love you. each other. Yeah, <laughs> I love you. I love you so
0: much. And we love us. Oh my God, we love us. <laughs> <laughs> you can't love yourself and eh, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You've got to really yeah the, the good and the bad
1: yeah and that's <laughs> just gonna get me talking again too much but you've got to start with self-love in order to take care of yourself exactly for sure so until next time we'll see y'all peace out or. guys bye guys bye, bye.